Hi, everyone. I'm Eva Hunter. Welcome to the first episode of Wide Awake in the Dream, a podcast about presence, mindfulness, and how to be more connected to our deepest, truest selves. We'll explore how to move through our lives with our feet planted firmly on the ground, our hearts engaged, our spirits tuned into source, and our focus on the present moment. This brings us to a place where we can consciously respond to our life experiences with higher awareness, greater creativity, hopefully some amusement, and really open ourselves up to the magic of what life has to offer. Many years ago, I had a pivotal experience walking along the Klamath River, near where I lived in Northern California. It was a beautiful day, and I was walking along my usual route by the riverside. Nothing special about the day, just another walk in nature. And all of a sudden, an immense feeling of peace washed over me, filling my whole body with an indescribable joy. I felt like I was glowing from the inside out, like I was connected to everything and everyone, and my heart felt full to bursting, like I was enveloped in love, as if angels' arms were wrapped around me. I have no idea how long the moment lasted, but once I came back to my normal state of mind, and I'm using air quotes around the word normal here, I made a vow to myself that I'd figure out how to return to this state of being any time I wanted to, without the use of plants or drugs or other outside influences. This podcast is a continuation of the journey that began that day by the river. Over the years, I studied meditation and other spiritual techniques so that I could understand how my energy field works and how to clear it, making room for more of me and less of all the other people's energies and emotions that I'd been unconsciously soaking in all my life. Those techniques helped me to actually feel my own emotions and become more connected to my own inner wisdom and knowingness. Back when I lived in Austin, Texas, I developed and taught my own meditation program, which was a hybrid of a number of techniques that I'd studied over the years. I originally had no plans to record guided meditations, but several of my students asked me to record what I had taught in class so that they could follow along at home. It turned out that I really enjoyed creating guided meditations. It's honestly a joyful and magical process for me still. So I'm creating a guided meditation to accompany each podcast episode. The meditation will incorporate topics from that episode, but will also be freestanding enough so that it can be listened to without the podcast. I encourage you to bookmark the meditations that you enjoy the most so that you can come back to them time and time again. So my mission with this podcast is to share some of what I've learned with all of you and hopefully help you enhance your day-to-day experiences of peace, kinship, and thriving. For most of us living in modern, quote-unquote, developed cultures, we're faced daily with a constant barrage of information, 
seeking to capture our attention and monetize it for the most part, or at least leverage it in some way. This is an exhausting process for the mind, the body, and the spirit. Often, we don't even realize how worn down by it we really are. When we take time out to meditate and follow a path of mindfulness, we can find an island of calm in what feels like a vast sea of overwhelming input and stimulation. As we practice more and more and become able to tap into the present moment with greater ease, we begin to realize that what felt like a small island of peace is actually an enormous reserve of calm and healing and love that's available to us at all times. We simply need to make a choice to shift our attention and tap into it. We'll talk more about presence in a moment, but first I want to give you a quick overview of what you can expect in a Wide Awake in the Dream podcast. Each episode will have a specific topic, something down-to-earth that has meaning in your daily life and I'll offer up some tools and techniques to help bring more attention to this part of your world. Sometimes I'll have a guest on the show to discuss real-life situations where presence and mindfulness can make a difference. These will be everyday people who are doing something to be more present in their lives. No superstars, no big experts, just humans striving to live with more heart and soul and I imagine there's much that we'll be able to learn from each other. We'll explore some aspect of meditation in each episode. I've come to consider meditation as the sole version of brushing your teeth, basic maintenance of your mental, emotional, and spiritual health. If you do it twice a day, for even a few minutes, it can have a huge impact on your life, your relationships, and your connection to yourself. And of course, there's the guided meditation that'll be available at the same time that each podcast is released. The meditations will be of varying lengths, and I'll include some short ones early on for people who are new to meditation. In time, I'll build up a whole library of meditations, each focused on a specific situation, technique, or state of being. Soon I'll be offering extended meditations and other extras to listeners who decide to become patrons of this podcast. I'll have more details on that in the next episode. If you'd like to start supporting this podcast now, you can find me at patreon.org slash Eva Hunter Meditation. An important point I'd like to make is that I consider myself a seeker first and foremost. I'm always learning and do my best to open myself up to new experiences, life lessons, and deeper understandings. At the same time, I'm very much a human being who gets caught up in my mind, loses track of the present moment, makes poor choices sometimes. I stumble often enough, and from time to time, I really take a fall. It's all part of the process of being human. We're all on a journey here. So take what resonates for you from this podcast and leave the rest. I hope there's something here for each of you. So let's dive in a little deeper.
First off, let's flesh out these concepts of presence and mindfulness a bit. The way I see it is that presence is a state of being where your attention is focused in the present moment, where your body and awareness are aligned and operating harmoniously. This is a timeless state that goes beyond the two-dimensional linear construct of past and future to a multifaceted dynamic state of being where so much more is available to you. If you think of time as a line, then presence is a sphere. Being present makes available to you a deeper connection to your own higher wisdom. You can connect with your deepest and truest self, that which exists beyond the level of the ego. Presence also brings a deeper sense of connection to others and evokes feelings of interconnectedness with all life. You have the realization that you're part of a vast network of beingness. People often feel this in nature or with a loved one or in meditation or prayer. Everything looks different in that expansive moment. Your heart lifts, colors seem brighter, challenges seem much more surmountable. And the choices that we make in those moments, intentions we set, decisions we make, are fed by a deep wellspring of love and connection and deep knowingness. Our best path forward becomes more clear to us, and we often find we know just what to do. Contrast this with decisions made during stressful moments, when we're feeling anxious about our health or our finances, our future. Any intentions we set from that state of being are based on fear and lack, based on an underlying sense of disconnection. Decisions we make in those moments generally feel small somehow, and end up not being ultimately satisfying, and can honestly land us in another pickle farther down the road. So your state of being in the now impacts your future in a very real way. This is about more than just relaxing and reducing stress, though those are wonderful outcomes that meditation and mindfulness can bring. Your inner state has a powerful influence on your outer world. It's everything. Now, that may feel a bit heavy, but the good news is that presence is also the state from which we can plug into the vast array of support available to us from loved ones who have passed, spirit guides, ascended masters, and source itself. Spiritual assistance is available to us 24-7, and you can open yourself up to this type of communication through meditation. Depending on your belief system, you might call these angels or spirits or God. And if this doesn't fit into your belief system at all, that's okay too. As you spend more time being present, you'd be surprised at what new things you might experience. I encourage you to keep an open heart and an open mind as you walk your path of mindfulness. Though our minds can travel into the past and the future, our bodies only exist in the present. 
placing your focus in the body and paying attention to its senses and sensations helps take you out of your mind and into a state of presence. We'll explore this some more in the guided meditation today. What about mindfulness? How does that differ from presence? My take on it is that presence is a state of being, and mindfulness is a pathway you can take to get to presence. Your path is an accumulation of the choices that you make from moment to moment. It zigs and it zags. And when you follow the path of mindfulness, you're on your way toward presence. There are many mindfulness paths, some based on centuries-old traditions, and it is worth exploring them to see what calls to you. I don't follow any formal path of mindfulness, but rather have pieced together a collection of tools and techniques that complement my own meditation practice. We'll explore some of these in today's meditation. One of the fundamental mindfulness techniques is to pay attention to the breath. Listen to it moving in and out of your body, feeling your chest rising and falling, paying attention to the physical senses. As you focus on your breath, you may notice the mind trying to assert itself with a steady stream of thoughts. Each time you get sidetracked with a thought, you simply return your focus to your senses and the experience at hand. You'll get a bunch of practice with this in today's meditation. Now, we all have some form of mental chatter, looping thoughts, negative self-talk, unconscious thought patterns, conflicting narratives, confusion, other people's voices in our heads. It's a lot, honestly. Some people call this the monkey mind. Mindfulness and meditation can help you move beyond this level of chatter to a place where you can hear your true voice, your higher self, where you can receive your own highest information. Now, at first, it can be hard to breathe through all this chatter in your meditations, and it's tempting to stop and distract yourself with something else to make the thoughts go away. But I encourage you to stick with it. You're training yourself to consciously choose your focus of attention. To me, that's the definition of freedom. And you'll find over time that this focus in the present has beneficial repercussions throughout all aspects of your life your attitude toward life in general, your relationship with yourself, relationships with others, your spiritual health, and it can even impact your physical health and your finances. A great way to practice is to bring mindfulness to your daily routines, toothbrushing, dishwashing, getting dressed, Pay attention to your senses as you move through these activities. Conscious eating is one that I've worked with on and off over the years. It can be a bit challenging in our fast-paced culture, where we eat at our desks and in our cars. 
it feels to me like it's high time to get back into this aspect of mindfulness, and I invite you to join me in it if that feels like the right thing for you now. This involves being present with each aspect of the meal. The preparation, feeling the weight of the knife in your hand, the sound of the chopping of the vegetables, and cooking, focusing on the smells and the sounds, and then eating, really looking at the food on your plate. How have you arranged it? How do the colors go together? Take a moment of silence before eating to offer gratitude for the meal and to send a message to the body, letting it know your intention is to nurture it. And then tasting and chewing. Feel the muscles in your face working with your teeth to break down the food, paying attention to your throat as you swallow. As you may have figured out by now, There's no room in this scenario for reading or scrolling or listening to a podcast. It's about placing your full attention on what it is you're doing and experiencing. This will likely feel very hard at first, especially if you're used to eating on the run or reading the news while you eat your lunch. Give it a try, though, even once. It's a worthwhile experiment at the very least. This can get more complicated when eating with others, so it's best to start off picking one meal where you're dining alone. Or, if others are there, you can invite them to be mindful eaters, too. You can sit in silence or talk a little about how the food looks and smells and tastes. I'm committing to doing this at least one meal per day for a month and I'll report back on how it's going in a future episode. If conscious eating isn't your thing, pick another area of your life to bring mindfulness to. It could be your bathing routine, or cleaning up after dinner, or walking mindfully in nature. Pay attention to all the sounds and smells and sensations. One of my favorite YouTube astrologers, Pam Gregory, recently spoke about something she likes to do, walking around out in nature and having what she calls a rant of awe. That means exclaiming aloud or in your head about how beautiful, wonderful, and awe-inspiring everything is around you. You can focus on the gorgeous shapes of the trees the way the light glitters on the stones in the creek, the piney smell of the forest, or the grassy smells of a meadow. And you just keep adding to your rant of awe so that it builds and accumulates to the point where you're fully smiling on the inside, where your heart naturally fills with joy and a deep sense of well-being. It feels really good. I'd like to share a few thoughts with you about meditation before we dive into the guided meditation I've created for you. Turning within is a brave and beautiful process that gives us an opportunity to simply be for a time, without having to put on a face or please anyone else. 
As we get deeper into meditation, we can expand the spaces between our thoughts to tap into our own wisdom and knowingness, to tap into deeper resources of personal power, to consciously create what it is we choose to create in our lives. So what I'm offering in this podcast is a combination of mindfulness practice and other forms of meditation, giving you an array of tools to help you connect with your higher self, to bring that aspect of you forward. If you're new to meditation, start with cutting yourself some slack. Give yourself time to build a practice, build a foundation for yourself. It can be really challenging to be confronted with what's going on in your head. Your ego and your mind like attention, so it really takes determination to keep breathing past your thoughts. Coming back to your breath is a lifesaver, for sure. But I've found that when you add your heart and your spirit to the equation as well, it's a game changer. Everything becomes much easier. I'll guide you through this process in the meditations, and once you've got it down, you'll be able to do this on your own. In the beginning, it can really help to have a guide. There's less silence for the monkey mind to insert itself in. That said, we will have silences in the meditations, and there will be space for you to hear yourself. The goal is to bring you to a place of connection with yourself where you can experience universal love and deep joy. The more you find yourself in that state, the more likely it is to become your dominant state of being. With practice, this can become your baseline, waking up in the morning, feeling connected to Source and excited about your day, or waking up feeling out of sorts and then sitting down immediately to meditate to shift yourself into a higher vibration. Setting up in advance your meditation times is really important. It's best to have some structure so that it doesn't get forgotten or brushed aside. I recommend meditating first thing in the morning and again for a few minutes at night before you get too sleepy. The challenges we face the problems that are sitting on our minds when we first wake up can really shape how our day is going to be. Taking time to turn within upon waking can quiet those repetitive thoughts, making room for your higher wisdom to emerge. Meditating again a half hour or so before bed helps your mind and body to relax and settle down, making for deeper sleep and inspiring dreams. As we meditate and shift our vibration to a more present and coherent state, then we're more likely to find substantive answers to our questions and creative solutions to the situations that we find ourselves in. You can choose the length of time to meditate. Start small and work your way up if you're new to meditation. You might try a few different types to see what resonates, or just pick one style of meditation and stick with it for a while. So that's enough talking about meditation. How about we actually meditate now? Depending on how you're listening to this podcast, today's meditation may just start to play automatically once this episode is over, 
If not, you'll find it listed under Wide Awake in the Dream as Episode 1, Meditation, Being Present. Today's meditation is about 10 minutes long, and I encourage you to take the time to do it now. I'll guide you through some simple breath work, and then we'll focus on our senses and listen to the body. Before we get started with the meditation, I wanted to say thank you for listening today. Your time and presence are very valuable, and I wholeheartedly appreciate you joining me here as we focus our attention on bringing more presence and love into our lives and into the world around us. It's really high time for more of us to do that, don't you think? I'll be back in a couple of weeks with an episode that features one of the foundational meditation techniques I use every single day, grounding, making a connection with the earth. And I'll have an update on how the conscious eating is going. Until then, keep breathing deeply and let your beautiful light shine out into the world. Big orange moon.